This is Media Break. You give us three minutes and we'll give you the world. Good morning. I'm Casey Wong with Jess Perkins. Top story, Pretoria. The threat of nuclear confrontation in South Africa escalated today when the ruling white military government of that besieged city-state unveiled a French-made neutron bomb and affirmed its willingness to use the three-megaton device as the city's last line of defense. And the president's first press conference from the Star Wars orbiting peace platform got off to a shaky start when power failed, causing a brief but harmless period of weightlessness for the visiting president and his staff. We'll be back in a moment. Is it time for that big operation? This may be the most important decision of your life. So come down and talk to one of our qualified surgeons. Here at the Family Heart Center, we feature the complete Jarvik line. Series 7 Sports Heart by Jensen. Yamaha, you picked the heart. Extended warranties, financing, qualifies for health tax credit. And remember, we care. Three dead police officers, one critically injured. Police union leaders blame Omni Consumer Products, OCP, the firm which recently entered into a contract with the city to fund and run the Detroit Metropolitan Police Department. Dick Jones, Division President, OCP. Every policeman knows when he joins the force that there are certain inherent risks that come with the territory. Ask any cop, he'll tell you. If you can't stand the heat, you better stay out of the kitchen. Joker here. Welcome you to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. And without any further ado, please let me welcome your host, Zachary Evergreen. <laughs> Love that Joker. I hope we're paying him well. Uh-oh. Is this doing this again? Sorry, guys. I've been having some technical issues, but I would like to introduce my host, or my host, my guest, rather. Antonius, you're back. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, we love that. We love that about you. You always bring the mirth. You know, the, the good vibes, all that good stuff. Oh, I thought I was good for the frankincense, but I'll go for mirth. Okay, yeah, mir mirth is good. W I mean, nothing's wrong with mirth. So today we are talking probably, I don't know, man. I just rewatched this. This this might be number one on my favorite movies. It, it might be. Here's what I mean. Um, so I just rewatched this last night. Okay. And uh, I was super juiced, you know, because I've been saying I wanted to do this this movie but I wanted to wait for a couple of things. A, I wanted to really watch it. I didn't just want to watch it just because, like, oh, it's next on the list kind of thing, you know? I wanted to be like, yeah, I'm stoked, I'm invested, and and I have a gummy to take. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, may or may not have happened, I don't know, you know, depending on what state you live in or country. Speaking of which, dude, shout out to Japan. They yeah. just jumped on board. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we, we got uh, Japan listening. Thank you so much. And thank you for the great invention known as PlayStation um, and, and Nintendo. 
and just being awesome in sushi and Jesus Christ, they're just better than us, <laughs> right? Nippon Ichiban. Exactly. Whatever you said. Um, and God bless you, by the way. Uh, and then uh, um, now we got uh, uh, some Netherlands listeners, which is pretty oh, awesome. Oh, very nice. Seeing okay. how we're both, uh, I thought I was Jewish. Turns out I'm part Viking and you are 100% Viking. So there you go. <laughs> we, we have our people listening to us finally. And uh, yeah, so uh, all that stuff is good. But this movie is so awesome. Now, I thought it was in the 86 era. So 86, I'm learning that was the best year for movies ever. Okay. Think about this. You have your, um, I believe Evil Dead was either 87 or 86, but I'm pretty sure it's 86. We mm-hmm. had The Fly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had, um, we had Aliens. Yeah. We had Predator, right? <laughs> yeah. So we had some dope movies that came out in 86, and that's just to name a few. Like, There's a lot of movies. Uh, American Wolf in London. I thought this was amongst that alumni, but this came a little bit after, but it's not the movie's fault. It's because of, you know, we always, I always have a running joke. This movie almost didn't get made. This movie almost didn't get made. And the reason why is <laughs> the title. Really? The title. So this movie sat on so many producers' desks. And just when they saw the title RoboCop, it went straight into the trash. Which is ridiculous because you figure all the movies that were made during that time frame. Yeah. Really? RoboCop? That one got set to the side? I know. Alien is the most boring title ever. (laughs) The Fly is a boring title. I mean- it's it's good in retrospect, but like, oh, what, what are you working on? Oh, a movie. What's it called The Fly? Oh, is that some stupid su- superhero movie? You know, or something, right? You know? Or like documentary? Yeah, like- exactly. And then you have like RoboCop, where whoa, that tells me what the movie is in two syllables, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, three, but who's counting? RoboCop. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I meant two words as a compound word, but you know what I meant, damn it. You, how dare you fucking vocabulary shame me? Or is that spelling? I don't know. So um, anyway, uh, uh, real quick before we just jump into this, uh, what you been up to, man? You doing good? Well, what's going on? Oh, everything's going good. You know, I've been kind of watching some uh, re- re-watching movies, I should say, to to prep for things for Isn't the, that the uh, great, upcoming uh, episodes. Great thing about this podcast is... Like, you go, man, I want to watch this movie, but I don't have time, or I just don't feel like you put it off. And then when this kind of is like, I don't want to say it's work to me, because I say, you know, if you like what you do, this is more artistic expression. But it does put my nose to the grindstone like, oh, man, I should probably watch this movie because I haven't seen it in a while kind of thing. Right. And it's also one of those things, too. It's nice to be able to watch the movie, like, intently and not half-hearted. Um and really kind of pay attention and notice all those like nuances and, and yeah. maybe something I've seen this movie twenty times. Yeah, holy moly! I just saw something that I never noticed before. Yeah, or like you. Th- one of the reasons why I like this uh, podcast is that should probably help the background noise too. There's a fan and shit going on. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, hey, I like to break kayfabe once in a while. Uh, the greatest thing about this is when you research a movie mm-hmm. or rewatch it, just like you said, you'll discover something like. I fucking totally forgot about that scene. Right. Not with this movie, though, dude. I know this movie like the back of my hand. To do research for this movie, 
the only thing I watched was the Netflix show, the movies that made us. Okay, and that's just to remember stuff because I knew the making of this movie. Like I, I before I did this podcast, it was going to be my first episode, and I did a lot of research, and I just kind of threw it on the back burner because it was going to be in Slime Radio. But here we are talking RoboCop. Finally, now as you listen to this, this is episode thirty-nine. I'm making sure this episode thirty-nine because I'm thirty-nine years of age right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for my fortieth birthday party. Or to myself, and you're going to be here. It's just going to be you and I and people listening. Is okay. going to be the 40th is going to be actual RoboCop. But right now we're going to talk about the making of it. Yeah. So yes, uh, this movie had one title, and it sat on everyone's desk. And people were like change the title, change the title, change the title to what? No one had a good answer. Yeah, th- there is no better title for it. Yeah, I mean, maybe Delta City or, you know, Delta City Blues or New Detroit or something, but RoboCop. Machine just- Man with a big gun. Yeah, Machine <laughs> Man with a big gun, exactly. Oh, do you know that gun actually exists? I did not know that. It's a modified pistol. You can actually- Well, I kind of figured that. I forgot the exact name. Uh, that's the one thing I should have written down and I didn't, and I feel like a dick, but I went to like this, uh, uh, you know how they have those like- clickbait lists yeah of course i saw one with movie guns that are actually real mm-hmm. and they talked about like blade runner and okay. this movie and this movie does exist or the, the gun does exist for instance fun fact aliens that's a tommy gun the pulse rifle oh really yeah I swear. Okay. Look, look at it next time you're gonna go oh yeah speaking of blade runner this movie was inspired by blade runner if it wasn't for blade runner this movie never would have got made because the writers saw blade runner and were like you know what we like the idea of cyborgs and we like the idea of the human element Mm -hmm. but you know and but we need to make it like sexy even though that movie is very sexy Mm -hmm. but but what i mean is like more um not dystopian maybe that is the word but they wanted to do a different take on it so instead of man falls in love with robot Mm -hmm. with sean young and and uh um uh uh, Harrison Ford. Thank you. I was going to say Han Solo like an ass. <laughs> uh, this movie was more like, okay, well, you know what? What about if a man and machine kind of came together because of reasons? Also, too, this movie is about Jesus. I kind of get that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. So it was actually, uh, let's see, who wrote this motherfucker? Oh, yeah. It was uh, Ed Newmeyer and Mike Miner. So they wrote this and just it floated around to desk to desk to desk to desk. And then finally it landed on Arnie Schmidt's desk, right? Mm-hmm. Comes to his door and he looks at the title and throws it away, mm-hmm. like in the trash right away. Now, this actually happened to Stephen King as well with Carrie. Okay. And uh, uh, he wrote it. It was all drafted out. And then he read it and he hated it and threw it away and i mean dude you're an artist you know you hate the sound of your own voice you hate the sound of your guitar playing like later on you hear it and you're like oh i could have done so much better right. or you hear a bass of track. course yeah so i mean if you love the sound of your own voice chances are you're not talented <laughs> you just want attention um if you hate the sound of like i have to listen to all these just in case i say a bad word or whatever or don't want to get canceled or say a joke that just might not look good in the future. Right. And I'm telling you, man, I hate the sound of my own voice sometimes. I think, you know, but that being said, if something was witty or funny, keep it. Well, so Stephen King throws out Carrie. His wife finds it in the trash mm-hmm. and goes, This is the best thing you've ever written. Same thing with this. 
So when uh, the producer, Arnie Schmidt, had this and mm-hmm. went Robocop and just read the synopsis in the very beginning went and threw it away, his wife picked it up and said, this is the greatest script you've ever had on your desk. Yeah. And, and you just threw it away. Reread it. Mm-hmm. And then so he did, uh, d- sorry, did, and uh, he's like, oh, this is amazing. Now yeah. we need to find a studio. Enter Orion, who makes the event. Oh, yeah. Orion was like the legit great sci-fi slash horror mm-hmm. not quite low budget but almost like they were the Lionsgate before Lionsgate exactly yeah it's, it's, it's what they were right mm-hmm. and then um and I think they got absorbed by Lionsgate if I'm not mistaken I know it's not around or TriStar maybe well I think all of those got absorbed by Lionsgate yeah that's yeah. what I meant yeah 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 because, uh, but if you still watch this movie, you'll still see that spinning O. And I remember as a kid, when you saw that spinning O, you were like, this is going to be good. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. I think Leviathan was also Orion. That I don't remember off the top of my head, but most likely. Because I remember you go, I, I was going to watch, oh, we need to do that movie. Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's basically aliens underwater and it's Yeah, great. it's... Um, it's- <laughs> If you mash aliens with the thing and put it underwater, mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful movie. It's a great movie. And plus, any ocean movies I always like immediately because ocean is the most terrifying place in the world, including space. I'm more scared of the ocean. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. there's monsters in there. In space, no one can hear you scream, but at least you could look around and go, I'm cool. <laughs> right? Nothing's going to sneak up underneath you. Yeah, right. Except for in the video game Dead Space, which I Definitely recommend everyone play. The remake just came out in PS5 and is fantastic. It's the thing plus um, Event Horizon. Yeah. It's it's great. Anyway, enough video games. So, uh, Paul Vinderhoven. Mm-hmm. We love this man. Very much not? so. Okay. Yeah. So, what is... Let me, let me ask you. Of the big three, which one's your favorite? Starship, this, or Recall? Uh, RoboCop for sure. RoboCop for sure. Yeah. Who? It's hard for me to actually just go Robo, and the reason why is because Starship Troopers is just so fucking good. It is, but, but... for me, like RoboCop, like I, it might be just because you know I saw it first. I I knew it for years before Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you're gonna go Starship Troopers or Total Recall, now I have a hard time. Okay. I would say, okay, here's a, the other cool thing. Um, Vinterhoven's always known for his commercials. Yes. Always. And the reason why he says that sets the tone to what society is like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in uh, Starship is, would you like to know more? But it, here, it's 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 not so propagandized, even right. though it is. So this movie actually predicted the future in a lot of ways. This is my theory. Mm-hmm. Predicted GPS. Okay. It, it yeah. predicted that. Detroit's a war zone, and cops won't answer calls. <laughs> yeah, right? we're seeing that everywhere. Because remember, yeah. there's new Detroit and there's old Detroit, right. and they're using military like influence, which happened. Uh, but if you rewatch this movie, there's just so many things in everyday life that you're like, shit, it came from RoboCop. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, uh, I don't want to get political, but the three letter riots that happened. <laughs> It were just there was no cops and they all went on strike basically like we ain't doing shit we're staying home today yeah yeah we got <laughs> COVID just kicked in so we're not <laughs> so uh, but there's so many things in this movie that if you rewatch it you're like wow 
we actually have that tech today in this movie. I'm not predicted it, didn't invent it, obviously. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, this was released in '87. Rotten Tomatoes score 91. Here's what bothers me. Okay. Audience score 82. Well, I mean, that's probably like a generational thing. You think so? I think so. Because, I mean, you know, no offense, but the younger generation, they see like the older movies, they're not as clean. Can you do or, that, Dad? <laughs> um, and, you know, they're not as flashy, a little bit more story based, yeah. you know, not as much effects going on. Uh, and yeah, maybe they're just kind of bored. There's not enough uh, substance things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not enough bang, bang, boom, perhaps. Right. There's too much substance. So, uh, well, this movie is really cool in the way that it's a free-flowing story and every scene matters. Yes. What did you think about the remake in 2014? Was not big on it at all. I know it was like designed after like the the video game and stuff like that. It's, what it, was it really? Yeah. So it's more I guess supposed to be true to like the comics and the video game and and everything. Um but Well, wait I a minute. Was... Did the comics come out after or before that I don't remember because I'm pretty sure the comics came after Dark Horse comics, right? Right. Yeah, those came out after. Those were like uh, late, late, really late '80s, early '90s. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing those because RoboCop vs Terminator was like the biggest one. And right, that, right. That came out like '93 or '92. That sounds yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Dark Horse comics, man. What happened? To, they were the best because they had RoboCop, Terminator, Predator. What else do you want? <laughs> so, they had tons of mashups and crossovers right? and everything. Yeah. I know it was just crazy. Like, yeah, Ninja they had Turtles. like Spawn versus uh, Batman, or because it was a DC company, mm -hmm. but it was X or not X rated, but it, it wasn't comic code bullcrap. Because mm -hmm. I remember like Batman versus Predator was amazing. Oh, I got all of them. Yeah, yeah they're so good. Okay, cool. So um, they only wanted to give around just under eleven million dollars to make this movie. Okay. Look at this movie, how far they stretched the budget. Van uh, Van Hoven was like, I cannot do this with this amount. You must give me more money. <laughs> so it went from nine to ten to eleven, and then they were about to be done shooting, and it was about the warehouse cocaine scene. They're like, we, yeah. we, we need more. We're almost done. We need more. Yeah. So they upped it to thirteen point nine. I just did Mean Girls. Okay. That movie, guess how much it costs? Now, keep in mind, 13.9 to make RoboCop. How much do you think Mean Girls cost? I'm going to say like 25 million. Uh, how about 80? 80 million dollars? Guess how much it brought home? Uh probably more than 80 million dollars. 89. Yeah. It so was a flop. It, it did not make any money. Guess yeah. how much RoboCop brought home? <laughs> like 100 million. Just 50, but still, 49.7, yeah, okay. but that was just from opening, right? Yeah. Now, this movie has gone so cult status, it's not even cult anymore. Mm. You say, what What year were you born? Like, how old are you? You go, well, pff, I grew up on RoboCop. People go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. You're old. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> well, not only that, they go, like, that, that narrows it down quite a bit. Yeah. And this was the day when kids, because we were latchkey kids, mm -hmm. we were able to watch whatever the fuck we want as long as there wasn't like, you know, like nudity. You yeah. Know? I mean, and there is nudity in this, but it's not like it's gratuitous. It's like half a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when Bob does the lines off her. Yeah. That's not nudity. 
it's cleavage like <laughs> to the umph degree. But yeah, I guess you're right. Um, all right, so let's go through the cast, shall we? we got Peter Weller as Murphy. Mm-hmm. By the way, do not Google search him right now. He looks like, or I don't know if he passed away. I don't think he has, but dude, he is not aged well. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. looks like a fucking raisin. But good on him for not getting plastic surgery because at least he looks like a complete raisin and not like how Madonna looked recently. <laughs> dude, did you see well, her? Burt Reynolds. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, then we had uh, Nancy Ellen. She plays Officer Lewis, who is. I'm not going to. I'm going to. Officer Ann Lewis. Oh, whoa, shit. Sorry. Uh, I'm not going to say she's a Sigourney and she definitely ain't a Jamie Lee, but she's a badass and yeah. I believe her. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I say this all the time and I mean no disrespect. Stop pushing women in male roles. Just cuz get a badass chick and then I'll believe like make it believable. Right. You know what I mean? And and she's believable. I never as a kid questioned for a fact that uh, like that should be a guy ever. I'm like, that chick's a badass, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's what we need instead of going, oh no, this needs to be played by a female. It's like, no, don't do that. Just get the best person from the job. Mm-hmm. And it was actually written for a male. <laughs> surprising just like <laughs> ripley was written for a male too right. and everything and it's like yeah if you get the right person that kicks ass that's believable that has command presence do it let's let's do it mm-hmm. right um and then we have ronnie cox he plays dick jones who might be one of the best heels ever except for one thing <laughs> we have a heel that out heals him <laughs> you know exactly what I'm know, talking about. Yeah. yeah, so we have Kurtwood Smith, Clarence Boddicker, who is, by the way, did you know one of my f- wife's favorite actors? She loves that 70s show. Same. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he's the best part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that show could have been called The Red Show. It should have <laughs> probably been, you dumbass. So uh, anyway, he's in it, and he's fabulous in it. And he even said when he wrote this, uh, read the script, he goes, this movie is either going to be the dumbest thing I've ever done or the most brilliant thing I'm going to done. I'm going to ham up this character. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be such an evil fucking cock. Yeah. And there were certain scenes shooting where he like didn't break character, like the torture shootout scene, mm-hmm. um, the the execution scene, when he goes, okay, bun's over, mm-hmm. and he shoots him in the head and stuff. Everyone else like broke for lunch and no one ate anything, and they're all like, mm, that was dark. Oh, he was so cold. And he was he just was like, so cold. just another day on the set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's a fucking badass. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, Miguel Ferreira, who plays Bob Morton. Remember? I had to kill Bob Morton because he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy doing cokes and everything, he is fantastic in this movie, and I've always liked him. I, I can't name but two other movies he's in. I think he's in Blank Check with the kid that played Mikey. I don't know if you've ever seen Mikey. I have, yeah. <gasps> You've seen Mikey? <laughs> oh, shit. I know what our next episode is going to be. No one's seen that movie. Well, I mean, it is pretty obscure. You you know. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what? Fucking wow. I'm woo, I'm getting hot here, man. <laughs> I just went six to midnight. I didn't know you'd seen that movie. Okay. And then we also got Dan O'Harley, which his name is for real in the movie Old Man. And he's yes. the president of old OCP. They never say his name in the credits. Is, he's credited as old man. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anybody? Um, 
I mean, the only other person I really put in there is the sergeant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in there, but he's only in, like, for honestly about five minutes. Yeah. But he is good. And also, uh, um, the... Uh, the <laughs> that guy's awesome. Uh, Emil, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's great, too. All the... Okay, the bad guys in this movie are so good because they are all evil jackasses and they are kind of like your suicide squad before that movie where all of them have like a unique thing like the camouflage pants uh black dude that always wears glasses right he's known for his laugh yeah and his jokes yeah like he's like he's the, the private funny joker yeah. yeah and then you have emil who's just a piece of fucking work right you know uh you want to live forever that guy and mm-hmm. then uh no wait he's not a is he Emil? Then you have the uh, Puerto Rican dude who's a psychopath as well who runs over him like later on when he yeah. falls into toxic. Like, <laughs> so there's all these characters. They all have kind of their own thing, right? Uh, except for Bobby because he can't fly. <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? No, Clarence, Clarence, no. Which is probably the best improvised line of, I don't know, all time. <laughs> Would you say? Uh, I mean, it's definitely up there for sure. Can you fly, Bobby? And he throws Bobby. him out of the fucking van. <laughs> I feel bad for Bobby. Although he did burn all the money, so. This is true. Burn the fucking money. <laughs> um, we have a rated X on this film when it first came out. Really? Audiences left during the shootout. Uh, during, oh, during yeah. His- Which, I mean, I kind of get that. The first shot with the hand is extremely brutal. You should have seen the original when he's actually standing up and they shoot off his hand, then his arm at the elbow, and then his shoulder. Oh, it is okay. Brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like, because you know how they just shoot? Yeah, yeah. Now, in the extended scene, it's not that quick. It's... Why they gloat and laugh and shit like that. Oh, okay. They cut out, and they're even saying this, but this sounds long. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seconds. That doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. That's a lot. In movie time, that's that's a a lot. lot. Yeah, exactly. I always say the the thing to compare it to is anyone who's ever boxed Mm -hmm. or um, raced or whatever, Nine seconds, it's a lot of fucking time, mm-hmm. you know? So they cut out that much. Van Hoven was super furious. He's like, you fucking Americans, you're ruining my film. You're trying to fuck me. You are trying to fuck me. <laughs> and yeah, he, that was his, like, his line. He'd just run around going, you Americans are trying to fuck me. And that, that was like his, his, his uh, throwing a tantrum to get his way kind of thing, <laughs> you know? Okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit of facts about this, right? So- the writer got to uh, write this and sell Robocop due to the success. Guess what they wrote first? You're never going to guess what, what the writer wrote before this. I have no idea. Risky fucking business. <laughs> Tom Cruise yeah. is responsible for Robocop in a way. Tom Cruise is amazing, but he's no Peter Weller. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, Tom Cruise could fly a fighter pilot like a, a, a jet in real life. Peter Weller was a ballerina who at the same time was fucking Robocop. I mean, <laughs> and a thespian trained actor. I mean, I'm just saying, give credit where credit is due, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, 
Let's see what else. Oh yeah, the original budget was ten million seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars, and then it got bumped up to thirteen point nine, which is not strange in the in the movie business. Usually they'll plan a budget, and that's the plan budget, mm-hmm. and usually it'll go over. But the but Orion really did not want to give them more money. Mm-hmm. It's just. They had such a good product on their hand that when they showed the dailies, they're like, oh, finish this fucking film. Because <laughs> think about it. No, this movie was such a hit. It inspired. We'll get to that. <laughs> what it inspired. <laughs> we will. Uh, Michael Ironside and Arnold Schwarzenegger were both, both going to be in this movie. Now, you remember Michael Ironside's was in both Total Recall and in uh, 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 Starship Troopers. Right. Michael Ironside's one of the scariest motherfuckers. Was he going to be the Clarence? He was going to be Clarence. I I mean, I respect I that. Like, I like. I get that. But either way, it would have worked. Yeah, but Kirkwood Smith. Kirkwood he Smith. He killed it. But he killed it. If they would have had him play Dick Jones even. Oof. No. No? No. Okay. Ronnie Cox is but perfect Michael that. Ironside's then was going to play Murphy. That would not have worked out as well. You know why it didn't work? Why? Because when they looked at his face, Peter Weller had better jaw and lips. And the reason why is because he looks kind of like a Ken doll. Like mm-hmm. it's perfect, right? There's no wrinkles. There's no scars. There's right. No, and they thought, that's perfect. It looks synthetic. Yeah. You know? Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was originally going to play Robocop. They even made a suit for him. But guess what? He looked like a knight in shining shining armor, could barely move. Yeah. Like, move very stiff, whereas Peter Weller looked, because he was a skinny guy. Yeah. You know, looked perfect in it and perfect size and everything else. They didn't want, like, that'd be like if the Undertaker rap, like, rolled around in fucking bubble wrap. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how he moved, you know? It just did not look right. No. But I'm kind of glad Arnold didn't do it because it would just be lumped into another Arnold movie. Not that that's a bad thing, because. Half Arnold movies are fantastic. The other half are uh, and then there's a couple of stinkers. And I feel like this would have been an uh or a stinker. Yeah. I'm not saying this would have been Jingle All the Way, but this probably would fall in the category (laughs) of like Commando or Running Man where it's a good movie, but it's not like epic movie, right? So anyway, speaking of epic movie, I I did say that this came in at a a 91% Rotten Tomatoes. What would you give this movie? Uh... I would say, yeah, probably right about that. This has never been done. Ever. 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 This breaks the evergreen tomato meter at 101%. <laughs> never been done. Remember, Predator got 100. Yeah. Let's get 101. 101. Over Predator. Wow. Here's the reason why. Predator and this movie, action on scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I mean, this- The cocaine warehouse scene? Dude, that, was, that was amazing. Me? Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Um, The reason why I like this, like, story, cinematography, action, humor, everything- Well, actually, Predator doesn't have humor. That's kind of why- it, Well, it does. It does, yeah. It does. Come on now. But the reason why- We did that episode. I, I like this one. Oh, and we're going to probably have to redo it at episode 100. That's my plan. Um, <laughs> just because we need to do it more justice than it deserves. Uh, 
the social commentary on this in all of Van Hoven's films, like it's all about fascism, about consumerism, about like everything ugly about America. Mm-hmm. I like that because it actually makes for a greater story. Like Predator's story is survival. Mm-hmm. And I dig that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's a great fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. The best effects in my mind, this movie just has that little, you know, extra in it. A little cherry. Some little sprinkles. Cher- Plus, probably one of If you ever heard my top 10 best endings, this is like just right under Shawshank Redemption of uh, how great okay. of an ending this is. Like when he turns and goes, that's nice shooting some. What's your name? And he goes, Murphy. That's so good. <laughs> it's a baller status. It's fucking 100%. Great. And then you're like, yeah, man. The only problem is RoboCop 2 sucked. And Whoa. Okay. Uh, wait, not, wait, 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 wait. He's no longer Murphy in RoboCop 2. He's back to being RoboCop. When they should have made him like Murphy version of RoboCop. That's why I don't like Well, that there was something else that happened in RoboCop 2. I have to rewatch that led it. to that. Yeah. Should we're we're going to save that for Cinema Should court. we... Take it to okay. That's what I was just about to ask. <laughs> that that's going to be a court. All right, yep. all right. I, you, I feel like there's going to be a lot of number twos in court. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Let's see. Um, the uh, washroom and I'll buy that for a dollar, guy. <laughs> right. That, yeah. That was the first thing shot. Oh, really? Yeah. And, okay. But the first thing ever to hit celluloid on this uh, project was when Polaris Boddicker gets um, handcuffed. And uh, he's being taken in. He goes, he's a cop killer. And he spits and goes, give me my fucking phone call. Oh, wow. Now, here goes the coolest thing. Did you know? And I know you haven't, but Kirkwood Smith, that was not planned. The spitting? He put a blood capsule in his mouth and went, give me my fucking phone call. And Van Hoven stood up and went, cut, cut, best take of whole movie, best take. <laughs> and, and then at that point, he goes, you could write your own lines now. Because that was so good. You know the character. Yeah. So we just gave him artistic license after that. So Hey, he did an amazing job with that license. Fuck yeah, yeah. man, dude. And also, too, he wasn't supposed to wear glasses, mm-hmm. and he just thought it would make him creepier. It did. It does. It makes it a lot creepier. Especially those wire frames. Right. Where you're like, chill like, dude. Okay, Dahmer. Okay. Yeah, all right, all right, white van guy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> That was also something I really thought was cool. Um, but the I buy that for a dollar was based off Benny Hill. Okay. Because, as you know, Van Hoven's not from here in France. Benny Hill's like the biggest show. <laughs> you know, in England and everything else like that. And he wanted to add something so ridiculous and so American in his mind, which mm-hmm. was two girls with big boobs over a guy who does not deserve them because he's yeah. bald and fat and everything. And he, and and he just thought that would be hilarious, and it's showing like about our consumerism, our materialism, and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Not to get too into it, but anyway. So now let's talk about RoboCop's costume. Have you ever seen the concept art for all the? Uh, not in a long time. Okay, so there is a Japanese manga, right? Mm-hmm. And this Japanese manga, I don't know exactly who drew it on the top of my head. And I don't have it written down. I apologize. But either way, you could look it up very, very easily. In the 70s, there was the sexy 
female robots and the ones that had the little dinghies on on their ears that came out to antennas and oh they had yeah the yeah like, you know exactly what i'm talking about mm-hmm. and they would wear like lingerie or like a short skirt mm-hmm. and they'd be doing like pinup poses that when when the costume director saw that and when van hoven saw that he goes that's what we need we need a sexy robot <laughs> what i mean by that right. is like sleek not clunky everything is right. round no hard edges mm-hmm. and before that you know we had danger will robinson danger you know everything was squared off and everything else where is this was more like mega man like let's make it look biomechanical and they didn't really want to take from geiger but they wanted to take from geiger oh well, yeah and it was kind of neat to see because the the suit you know, it looked like he had bicep muscles. Yeah. You know, it looked like he had leg muscles on And that. it had an air filter on the side and just these little details. Yeah. Like the ears had these little screw, you know, like mm-hmm. things. And we even get to see that later. And it, it looked like it was not like the remake. Remember the remake where they remove all the parts and just show them and then put them back? Right. And this one, you don't see that, but it does look like it could be done that way. In fact, just to get into costume, guess how long it took? 12 hours. Oh, wow. 12. That's uh, way too many they hours. They put it on. Now, here's what's going to make you really appreciate this movie when you're listening to this and you rewatch it. They had to put it on piece by piece. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a styrofoam like sleeve. All those plastic pieces were all different, and they had aluminum pieces, too, mm-hmm. in there. Piece by piece, man. Screw gun, all that shit. Peter Weller was such a bitch when they first started that he was like going, come on, man, like, can you hurry up? And, and the guy looks up to him and he goes, hey, Pete, I'm here fucking too and you're making a lot more money. Can you shut up and just enjoy the paycheck? And then Peter Weller goes, I like you. <laughs> and then they never had a problem again. I think you would buy him lunch. But um, And also, if you notice too, uh, and you can see this on Blu-ray, not so much on other ones. Did you notice that they give it a beetle? paint here's what i mean like you know how oil, right oil has that mm-hmm. color change because it looks silver but it's not it's this matte oil yeah because when you see all the promo pictures and posters it's always silver chrome silver and everything but yeah you watch the movie it's definitely it's got that like uh anodized sort of look to it i love that word uh here's the reason why that chrome mm-hmm. fuck up the shots yeah it would, it would, it would glare glint. and all exactly. this other stuff. Yeah. Now here's something I know because I didn't look this up in a doc. I know this from being on a film set. That's the reason why they did that. Okay. And if anyone wants to correct me on that shit and tell them I'm full of shit, um, you're wrong because that's exactly <laughs> why they did that. I know that for a fucking fact. Kind of like when I was talking about Thirty Days a Night that. That episode hasn't dropped yet. Wait, maybe no. It just dropped, didn't it? Oh, it just dropped. Yeah, yeah. So um, I talked about how they use celluloid is because that movie had so much blacks in it. Like, okay, okay, don't cancel me, bro. I meant the color, <laughs> you know, because it's all filmed at night. Well, digital will just pair them together like checkers, mm-hmm. and you'll just see like little splotches of that. But same thing goes with this. Like, if you were to have RoboCop and it was a chromium thing right and it was filmed on digital guess why it's going to be look bad that's why in the remake they go does it come in black mm-hmm. okay see these are little things that they don't want you to know but this is actually what they're doing <laughs> um, 
All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, what else? Da, 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 da. I think that's it. Ah, now the fun part. Now we're going to go to media. So um, any more thoughts before we go to media on this? No. All right. Uh, let's start off with this. Um, did you know that RoboCop was in pro wrestling? I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so this if you forgot, good. this is WCW. After WrestleMania, WCW was like, shit, we need to do something big because they had Ultimate Warrior, and they're like, why don't we get RoboCop? From Ole Anderson. Horseman, you said you were going to take me out. You said I'd never wrestle yes, again. this is happening. But you made a big mistake when you started messing with the Little Stingers. The Little Stingers? <laughs> so now the time has come. If you think you're invincible, think it over, Creed. <laughs> Look at that calendar, Sting, May 19th. It won't be long. Did you see the match with with Robocop? No, I did not. Oof. Okay, first off. Hold on. All right. So it's the four horsemen. Which is, you know, Flair, Anderson, you know, like some some for real wrestlers right. versus Sting and the good guys. And uh, for whatever reason, um, RoboCop is in a cage, which is weird. Because <laughs> one would think if you're going to have RoboCop in the match, he'd just be in the match. Yeah. But he's in a cage. And then he breaks out at a certain point, And I don't even think he does. Oh, my Lord. I don't... I haven't rewatched it because that's all you need to see. Um, didn't go over well. No, I I doubt that would go over well. Now, the funny thing about Sting is this: Sting was kind of like WCW's Hulk Hogan, right? right? Fun fact about Sting: you know, Sting and the Ultimate Warrior were a tag team called the Blade Runners. Whoa! It all comes together. <laughs> And Sting used to be as jacked as Warrior because they just do tons of coke and go work out all night, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. But Sting actually, you know, had talent and Warrior was just, you know, a bodybuilder and they just were friends. Yeah. Um, but Sting then after this, they did something similar with the Shockmaster. If you don't know what the Shockmaster is, you don't know wrestling, I'm not even going to show you the film because everyone that knows wrestling is yelling right now, oh, enough of the Shockmaster. It was the most embarrassing moment in wrestling history. Nice. Have you ever seen it? Nope. What? Really? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, hold on. You he's, know what? He's got to show me a shocker. I have to do this, and here's why. Uh, because of the failure of RoboCop, they had to introduce a character known as the Shockmaster because RoboCop couldn't wrestle. Yeah. So they had I to get like a wrestler. this is going to go over like Taserface. Um, it's funny you say that because someone is wearing a, uh, a, a stormtrooper out outfit. Oh, they went that far with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, they did. All you have to do is type in shock and M and it comes right up. The shock mat. Here we go. Oh God. <laughs> it's funny because that's what somebody says. All right, as this advertisement goes on for a second, I'll just Finally cut this still- off and we will talk about this. So. Uh, it's funny you say that because a wrestler known as, I don't know, Ric Flair goes, oh, God, when he comes <laughs> If you think I'm lying, I am not. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Promised. 
So this is right after the debacle of of RoboCop. Yeah. Hey, they're going to tell us before you get carried away who their special tag team partner is, brother. You better cool down. No, you shut up. I'm cool down when I want to. He's so high on coke. Oh yeah. If you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games. Then tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you what I'm talking? No, you shut up what I'm talking. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't worry, it's worth it. Wait for it. It's not going to be Robocop this time, they promise. All I have to say is. Our partner oh, no. is going to shock the world because he is none, none other, other than, than the, the Shock Master. Master. Oh, fire. Monkey trap. Watch this. Look at this mother. Did you hear that? Look at this motherfucker. Oh, no. Wow. I have never oh, seen a stormtrooper helmet that bedazzled. Who you are! You're gonna have us! They're trying to sell it and they can't. And we're gonna be breathing to your neck! So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Now, he was supposed to be Get the next ready. big guy. Come on, uh, but after that trip. You want yeah. a piece of me? It ruined his career. Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. Along with the Do you hear boy, it? them in the background going, Oh my god, cut this, please, please. please just, is this one of the worst wrestling the promos I've ever seen in my life? At the war games. Until then. Do you hear it like in the, in the headphones? I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lose this guy. <laughs> That was RoboCop's replacement, and uh, I don't think RoboCop ever should have been in pro wrestling at all. No, no, he should not have. Have you ever seen the RoboCop remake? And I'm not talking about the 2014. Mm -hmm. There was a real remake in America. No. And it did get a rated X. What? Let me show you a scene from it. Wait. Uh... This is not a college film. This is an actual remake that that is released that you could actually see. It's a scene for scene, but some scenes are different. Look, doesn't look great though. It almost looks like the actual one, but you could tell it's not because the actors are different. Right. Hey, hey, there's more hair down there. Not a psycho of you. <laughs> they even have the little hair coming down like it's so close. Even the costume looks pretty good though, doesn't it? Not as good? No, but... it's not as good. 
<laughs> I mean, you remember the scene? Your move, creep. It's great they even found the same exact... What? Wait, wait, wait. This wasn't the original. <laughs> if you want to see this scene with us, type in Robocop dick. Or dicks. Like plural. NSFW warning. <laughs> exactly. Uh oh. Here's the montage. <laughs> it's like, what is he gonna do? There's all these rapists. <laughs> God, those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like Fallout bats targeting just on dicks. I love that guy holding his dick, trying to put it back in. <laughs> it's like my poor dick. <laughs> I found this on a website called eFucked, which is porn bloopers and, and hilarity. Look at that shooting. Oh my god. Oh no. I bet you didn't think you'd see this many dicks when you came over today. No, not at all. Madam, you have suffered an emotional shock. <laughs> a rape crisis center. <laughs> now the joke on this is this is true. Peter Weller couldn't use the bottom half when he was driving. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense because he was just too big and and everything else. In fact, um, that's why in the uh, remake they decided to give him a motorcycle because it because he couldn't get in there. You know, right? I mean? So anyway, uh, let's see. Um, okay, RoboCop was a huge hit. And, of course, what happens when there's a huge hit, right? Toys, commercials, mm -hmm. all that other good stuff, cartoon shows, yeah. lunchboxes. Um, it wasn't just us that took advantage of this. So I'm going to show you some RoboCop it's commercials around the world. <laughs> oh, and no. now remember, too, we had the D.A.R.E. program by Nancy Reagan. Right. But it gets deeper. Oh, God. And uh, I think about After the video I just watched, I'm fearful. Uh, d yeah. <laughs> I told you I did a deep dive. <laughs> oh. oh, you were going to hate me. What's bugging you, Murphy? Drugs. Drugs bug me. Hi. That was Nancy Allen and me. I'm Peter Weller, the guy behind that mask. If you're a kid, please listen for a second. How do you keep away from drugs? They're everywhere, sometimes even at home. But there is one place you can go that is 100% drug-free. No pot, no pills, no crack, no smack, no coke, no exceptions. A boys and girls club. It beats the streets. No kidding. 
Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that like full of pedophiles? Uh, I don't know about that, but I did I did go to those places when I was younger, and there was definitely some of those things on that list. Yeah, people that be, were there. Really? So, I mean, why'd you go? Because the free basketball and free pool and all that stuff, and there's something to do. I mean, just out of curiosity. Yeah, it was it was the uh, summer thing. Both my parents worked, so that's where we we spent our summer days. Oh, your parents cared about you guys. All right, they just let us like hit each other with sticks. <laughs> so Jonathan and I, they're like, uh, yeah, go do your thing. And we're like, let's throw rocks at cars and hit each other with sticks. So you guys had better parents than us. That being said, um, that's just, I mean, that's Robocop telling you not to take drugs, right? Not yeah. A big, not, a, not a big deal. No, not at all. All right, let's get deeper. Oh, it still goes. Oh, yeah. Look at him. Try the chicken. Holy moly, that's a chrome suit. I know. Oh, what the hell fried the chicken? It's Korean. Okay, that's cool. Look, he likes the chicken so much, he's going to take the whole fridge with him. She already cooked all the chicken. I know. There's none in there. I know, right? It gets better. Oh, it's going to get weirder. Oh, this looks delicious, by the way. By the way, Arnold Schwarzenegger sponsored this same <laughs> this same noodle company. You fool! I know. What is, he just flipped me off. What is with Japan, dude? I know they. I just said they're better than us, but their commercials are fucking crazy. Oh yeah, he also uses Raid. Also, another Japanese commercial. Exactly. No, I think this one's uh, oh, it's Japanese. It is. Yeah. Cool effects for 1980, right? Yeah, right. Oh, this is cool. This is their TV. You know that thing weighed 400 pounds too. <laughs> you know it did. You know back in the day, those awesome TVs. It would take like three people to move it. Dude, it had built-in surround sound. Super surround Alpha. This is Robocop. Drug lords are launching weapons of terror. Yeah, oh, they had a game Robocop too. Your telephone is linked to my weapon system. Call now to So activate. it was one of those scam games. It's been a minute since I've seen a 900 number. Right? And you could win the RoboCop Game Boy. What? Our grand prize winner receives the official RoboCop pinball I want that machine. pinball machine, though. Uh, I kind of want one of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's call it. It's 900-280-8888. Uh, 820. Look at this one, though. <laughs> now, this is an American one. It's a muffler commercial. Okay, this might be considered racist. Yeah, they have a ninja. You get quality Everlast mufflers from Dust 1893 installed. Thank you for your cooperation. I did not pay a lot for this muffler. Have a nice day. That's even a shitty, like, costume for, like, Halloween. Like, that does not hold up, does it? Oh, man. You know what? I'm not done with you yet. Each just on the making, though. My oh, my God. I swear to you, um, I am you not. So now I want you to... Sorry, bitch. Uh, we don't care. I want you to listen to this and tell me what's wrong with this. This is the original trailer 
for RoboCop. Now, just oh, I I think I already know. I think I already know. You do. I do. You think? Yeah, it, uh, I know exactly. You know. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. The fastest reflexes modern technology has to offer onboard computer-assisted memory in <laughs> a lifetime of who are you fooling? Enforcement programming. It is my great pleasure to present to you, RoboCop. Okay. Elephant in the room. This guy is really good. How did they think they could pawn off Terminator music? Old Detroit has a cancer. I I don't know. Like I feel like maybe they just didn't have a song yet or something, and they they had the rights to this, so they were like, screw it, chop it up and use it. Because technically, it is like three different songs from that movie. From yeah, but Terminator. listen. You have the right to an attorney. Fuck yeah, that's the Terminator theme. Anything you say may be used against you. But how they do the build-up music know, with those great. lines is fantastic. So this is the original trailer. It has the Terminator goddamn music for it. Now, here's the reason why I'm against that, is the music in this movie is so good. And I think we'll end on this. So, um, shit, you know what? Antonius, I'll see you in, in four days. And uh, uh, we'll review the movie, but first we need to take an edible and go through time travel. But I would like to, <laughs> but I would like to end on this because I think you'll like this because Terminator music is great. Yeah, but the Robogop theme is great. But have you ever heard it done metal? Uh, I don't think so. All right. So from all of us to the night party, remember to be kind and rewind. Thank you to Antonius for coming in. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, buddy. We're going to end with a little robo metal, shall we? Stay tuned. Industrial. Yep. Stay tuned for episode 40 where we actually talk about, I don't know, the movie. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Good night.